Cutting Up Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, the topics are controversial, but, you know, we do our damnness to be able to talk about different things every podcast. Granted, there might be, um, like, specific topics that have a lot of parts to it, but... If you listen to that part, I guarantee it's something in there that was not in the parts before it. Well, today, the topic is going to be life. And as always, I got my brother Caleb on the podcast with me. Matter of fact, brother, uh, you chose this particular topic. I would like for you to uh, start off if you don't mind, man. Well, before I get started, um, kind of picking up along the lines of, you know, what you were talking about with the topics. I will just say to the people out there, you know, listening, sometimes if, if we sound like a, a bit repetitive with certain topics, especially the um, ones along the lines of religion and politics, I would like to say I apologize because I am one who, like, thought of those certain things. But um, that's exactly why... At least for the time being, unless something really, really major happens, I'm trying my best to stay away from that. So that's the reason why um, I thought of a topic such as the one we're talking about um, now. Okay. And that is just life in general. And what I mean by life, it's not just like how life is in general. Just the concept of it or just explore. And I know this sounds a little bit like religion, but it's not really just how life in the universe came to be whether evolution or whether uh reincarnation or god or anything like that and you know the topic of death in a way as well like what does really happen you know um once we die because there are so many theories nobody knows the truth because Nobody can say, hey, I've died before and I've come back. Well, some people's hearts have stopped beating and they've been resuscitated. Yeah. But, you know, they haven't experienced death because once you experience that, there's no coming back. So some people believe, you know, heaven, hell. Some people even believe different variations of heaven and hell. Some people believe in purgatory. Some people believe... um reincarnation that we come back as something or somebody else uh and a lot of people who don't believe in anything you know after death they just believe nothingness just you know there's nothing after no feeling no thinking no nothing yeah so i just want to kind of explore that concept but anybody who knows me knows what i believe yes i do um believe in god so yes, that does mean I believe in a, a heaven and a hell. Do I believe in it traditionally? No, not exactly. I don't believe, you know, I believe in a God and stuff like that, but I don't believe in the traditional sense, the way a lot of people, you know, uh, believe in the world or around America. Right, but gotcha. I mostly wanted to focus on just the crazy concept of life and how we got here and 
how we have evolved. Like, okay, if we are to believe evolution, let's say, let's start off with that one. Okay. Their thing is the Big Bang Theory, which is like, I guess there was nothingness and a void, and I can't really explain it because I don't know too much about it, but somehow something blew up, there was a bang, you know, basically the Big Bang, um, and things formed, planets, stars, and uh, Earth in particular, um, I don't know exactly how they put it. Maybe like amoebas, I guess, you know, like the first living organisms, and yeah. eventually they turned into uh, animals, which then turned into humans, you know, basically like that. That's along their lines. But for me, mm-hmm. one reason why I think there has to be a God, and again, I don't want to get too far in religion, but one reason why I believe that is because the fact that Earth is where it is, like we are the perfect distance from the sun to support life. We're not too close, we're not too far. We're the perfect distance from the sun. We have food, we have atmosphere, we have air, we have gravity. We have everything on Earth to sustain life. Yes. So I feel like there has to be a reason for that. And I know not every single part of Earth is habitable, you know, some places are too hot, some places are too cold, you know, so you can't live everywhere on Earth. But the fact that we're like the only planet confirmed to sustain life, and like I said, just the distance we are from the sun and the fact that we have everything we need here, I kind of feel like that means we're here for a reason. Okay. So that's why I kind of why I feel like I would rather believe in a God more than just everything happened by chance and by coincidence and basically sheer luck, you know, that we happen to be here. Okay. Well, I uh, respect where you're coming from because I know that uh, you may mention that you don't you know, want to veer off too deep into religion, fuck it, I will. Because the one thing that I will say is that so many people believe that there is a God. Mm -hmm. Now, me personally, I believe that myself. Do I believe in the whole heaven and hell uh, concept? What I don't believe is how once somebody die, they ass automatically going to heaven. Because any listener know I bring this man up quite a bit, but damn it, I do it for a reason. My father, I love that man. I will never forget when my dad told me, yeah, son, you heard about the preacher that was doing a man's funeral and said the man going to hell? No. Well, yeah, uh, son, uh, that just happened, and the family jumped on him, and the <laughs> and he said uh, the family jumped on him, but the preacher said, "Y'all know I ain't lying. He going to hell." I, I can't lie. I have to respect that because at least that preacher was being honest. 
Because I'm so tired of going to funerals of people where the preacher automatically talks about what an angel they were and they automatically, you know, they was God now. But you know that person, you know, when, I'm not saying they were like a fucked up person, but they weren't spiritual like that. Yes. If I had to say where they were going, I would probably say more, more than likely hell. I know it's not my place to judge where somebody's going, but if I'm based off the way they were living, it is what it is. I went to my grandma's funeral. Okay. I believe with all my heart if there's a heaven, my grandma is there. Okay. Now I went to my dad's funeral. Not your dad, my dad. I, I got you. And I got it. I'm sorry. I'm like sorry. I said, I know it's not my place to judge, but me and my brother were both like, you know, at the funeral, they was talking about somebody who wasn't my dad. Because they were talking about he had a Bible in every room. I've been to my dad's house quite a few times. I ain't seen one Bible. Ain't one picture of no Jesus. Ain't no one picture of no God. You know, ain't no... You know, I, I never got the chance to sit down and talk to my dad about what he really believes. I got you. But, like I said, I, just, I, I never seen him go to church. But they were they got up there on, on, at his funeral and, and was talking about him like he was just a saved, uh, God-fearing Christian or something. I'm like, who are they talking about? So when me and my brother was like, when my dad died, we would say, if he's in heaven. And that ain't us like hating him or anything. That's just, it is what it is. You know, it's just being honest. That's why I say, even though the preacher got jumped on for saying what he said, I, I got to respect it. I'm tired of preachers that, lying at everybody's funeral like they were like the perfect angel that's automatically going to heaven. Yes, because the one thing, I, I, I wouldn't be me if I wouldn't bring it up. I love Tupac to death. It is very hard to believe that Pac is in heaven. Well, I will say this about Pac. Yes. Though I am a big fan of him, I, the guy wasn't perfect. But, I mean, he never killed anybody. Yeah, very true. He never, I don't think, didn't, yeah, he cursed like a motherfucker and he was an angry young man, but <laughs> but I don't think I mean he's like in hell. I think Pac did a lot of stuff with good intentions. Yes. I can't say he's in heaven. I'm not going to say that, but yeah. I wouldn't really know, but I wouldn't say he's definitively in heaven or definitively in hell. But I can definitely see why people would say, I don't think he's in heaven. I mean, because the uh, reason why I got to bring up Pac, everybody knows this song. Hell, the new generation actually has started a reaction uh, video. Like trend, there we go. A reaction trend to Tupac hit him up. Now, if somebody just listening to Pac for the first time, so I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. God damn, Pac. But Pac has did a lot of influential things. Like, um, I don't know if uh, Snoop or Ice Cube ever did this, but I remember how Pac. Had like a um, meeting. I'm, I'm not going to say a meeting. A gathering. There we go. F for like the Bloods and the Crips. Like invited both of them out. And that was very nonviolent. Um, when he um, shot at the police um, for basically abusing their power. 
he was doing that trying to save somebody that didn't deserve to get their ass whooped by the cops. And he didn't kill them. That, so it wasn't like he was a murderer. There you go. So it all depends on like the way people uh, look at folks because hell, you've been my roommate damn near two years. According to the world, they make it seem like I'm going to hell. I don't know why, but Jesus Christ! Well, let me see. I'm a blood. Uh, I got a gun. Um, I bunch of women over. That, shit, Jesus Christ! That's that don't sound like Roosevelt. That sound like a fucking pimp. Jesus. So apparently, niggas was uh, taking whoopings for you. I'm taking licks. <laughs> 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 So, I mean, it all depends on, like, the way somebody is portrayed. Let, let me word it like that. Because the way that they portrayed Pac in his later years, they made him out to be a full-fledged nigga. They did not, you know, look at all of the optimistic things that he did. And I know that for me, my favorite Pac song, I never cried to it, but damn it, I uh, had watery eyes to this shit. Thug Mansion, um, where um, ain't no place I'd rather uh, Anthony Hamilton, I think. Mm -hmm. That is my yeah, that's that is my favorite, you know, version of Thug Mansion, that's my favorite Pac song. But the way that the media portrayed that brother in his final days, I'm very shaky concerning like uh, saying like whether he went to heaven or hell. That's why good old dad brought up the preacher because the thing is, one thing I loved about dad Whenever he would talk, he always had like an extensive list of reasons why he said it. So right after he made mention about the preacher that got his end whooped by the family, talked about the deceased going to hell, right after he made mention of that, good old dad. Yeah, I remember a funeral I went to where they said the man was going to heaven, but Son, I don't know if he was going to heaven. Make say that, Dad. Well, there was quite a few things that he did that I don't think was that godly. You know what, Dad? You went to the man funeral. You knew the man. So you can speak on it. That's why I will say it just depends on where somebody's heart is and where what their intentions are. I got and you. For a lot of people, especially the ones who are already dead, only God knows that. So, that's why I can't really say, like, who's in heaven or who's in hell. Especially when it comes to how somebody is uh, portrayed. But if you know somebody, know them, not just, like, uh, what you know about them, but just as long as you know them. I can't say you can judge still, but I would say you would have a better uh, understanding of that person than anybody else, so maybe you wouldn't know, like, um, where that person is because 
with your dad, you know. I haven't known your dad a long time. I only knew him, unfortunately, you know, maybe two, maybe three years before he died. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't, you know, know a lot about him. But from what I know of dad and what I know about him personally and the stories I've heard about him, dad was a good man. So if there is a heaven, I feel free of saying dad would be there. Because dad, Lord knows, did all he could for his religion, for his family, and for, you know, just anybody he knew. Now, dad, that don't mean dad was no pushover. Now, now dad... From the stories I've heard, you know, when I say dad, of course, I'm talking about your dad, you know. Yeah, I got you, I got you. I know you know. Yeah. When it comes to your dad, we just call him dad. So, yeah, I got you. Um, from the stories I've heard, you know, if dad had to get take it there, you know, dad would do so. But from his intentions and who he was, if like I said, there's a heaven, which I believe there is, I strongly believe dad would be there. But it's just some other people who are constantly portrayed after they die as, you know, just all these good people. And let's face it, all these celebrities who die, come on now, I I don't even think it's even half of them in heaven. No, I know Marilyn Monroe ain't up there. Ain't no way in hell she in heaven. Well, I will say this about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I don't know the woman, but she has done some good. Like, there was a woman named um, Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. Who uh, was a black um, singer back in the day. Who, because she was black, she couldn't get booked. Like, yeah. people did not want to book a black woman. But Marilyn Monroe heard her sing and liked her so much that Marilyn Monroe would tell people in the club, if you book her, I will go there and sit front row. And they wanted Marilyn Monroe in the front row of their club, so they booked her. So, I will say, if you wonder why a lot of black people are fans of Marilyn Monroe, I mean, she did, like, do some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I'm not saying this is who oh. she was, because I didn't know her, but I'm, she did do some good stuff. I do not, you know, doubt that she did some good stuff. I The reason why I think she going to hell I know Dave Chappelle was just playing when he said that she fucked um, both John and his brother Robert, but those history pages are stuck together. Like I say, I know Dave was joking, but there is a video on YouTube of a gentleman, and he made mention about how when he was younger, he met... Marilyn Monroe. What I'm going to say is, what I'm about to say, for all I know, it could be different, you know, in God's eyes. Because anybody that's ever read the Bible knows that a lot of things happen to, like, those that, based on America, laws and principles, they were underage. Well, there is a grown man that made mention about how he met Marilyn Monroe when he was either 14 or 15. And he ended up fucking her. Now, I'm not, like I say, I am not saying that, you know, 
God would hate her because of that, but I know good and hell well, like I always say, it ain't if the shoe was on the other foot, R. Kelly's still dealing with pissing on a fourteen year old girl from whenever the hell he did it. Like for real. Now oh yeah. Now I mean Maryland is at least dead. That that's what I will say. At least she is dead For, to this day. For all I know, the man might be telling a bold faced lie on Maryland. Because at the end of the day, I'm sorry. Uh, I find it rather hard to believe a woman as sexy as Marilyn Monroe that could go out on the street, be disgusting as fuck. I'm talking about could be. Uh, scratching her pussy, uh, talking about it itching all that. But you mock my words. If she did that around a grown man, hell, you you a man. I know that um, you don't take it there like I do. But hell, if she'd have been scratching her pussy around a man, damn my pussy itch. Well, damn my vagina itch. Well, if a man see it, he is going to be very manly. She say that? Damn my vagina itch. <laughs> Shit, I'll give you a reason for that motherfucker to be itching for real. I'm thinking, ew. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the fuck is it itching? Like, if you got something, uh-uh. I'm sorry. Call me what you want. Man, a female just going, my pussy itch, and I'm going to get home. Like, uh-uh. Because if, if my dick itch, you know, she's going to be like, ugh. That, very so, true. But um, yeah. Well, basically, what I was saying is, I feel like it depends. Cause I know a lot of people say um, they don't believe in God because how can a murderer or a pedophile or something like that get in heaven just by praying? Yeah, they feel like how can these bad people go to heaven? I feel like it depends. Again, like I said, only God knows your heart and your intentions. And I feel like it's not about really how you lived your life. It can mostly be about how you ended it. Like, if you were at a good place, like, you can have done drugs, just did horrible shit in your life. But if you got older, realized everything you did was wrong, calmed down, became a better person, you know, and stuff like that. And once you die, if you were in a good place, I feel like, well, maybe you can go to heaven. That's why, but, oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I uh, just was about to say, that's why I respect that preacher, um... That was at that church fat ass took me to. He said from Jump Street, yes, I used to be on cocaine. But he brought that up for a reason to let it be known, I'm not perfect. And I respected the hell out of that, about that preacher, because that's one of the reasons that, like, I hate um organized religion. Because... No matter what uh, religion somebody is, somebody uh, preacher feel like that they the the big kahuna damn near. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to heaven, and you know I'm driving this type of car, and there with that. So, like I say, I agree with you one hundred percent. Like um, concerning like. Uh, the way like a person uh, in their life like because I feel like that's why we're here basically is to learn like 
it, it, the Bible says itself, no human is perfect, and God knows no human is perfect. We're born sinners. We're here to make up for it. So, yeah, we're supposed to fuck up. Yeah, we're supposed to make mistakes. Of course, we're going to do and say some bad stuff. But as long as you learn from it and just become a better person and genuine, and I'm not talking about that fake shit, like fake be better, like, oh, I'm in front of people, so I'm going to pretend like I'm a good person. I'm talking about, like, really be a good person. That's why, that's why I said earlier, only God knows people's hearts and their intentions. But if your intentions and your heart is right and in a good place, especially um, you know, once your time comes, I believe you will get there. But um, one reason why I was talking about celebrities of, like I said, um, how most of these celebrities and all that, I mean, it says in the Bible, I, I can't pinpoint where in the Bible it says, but a lot of listeners or even you maybe might know where it is in the Bible where it says, it is easier for a camel to walk through the um, point of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. I, it was either in Proverbs or Ecclesiastes. I'm leaning more towards Proverbs. And so, the, yeah. yeah, so the reason I bring that up, um, again, I can't judge anybody rich or any celebrity, but the Bible says it itself. Once you become rich, especially once you become evil or, you know, consumed by your riches, the Bible says it. It's going to be hard for you to get into heaven. Yeah. So you just got to know where your heart is and try your best not to be changed by the world. And, you know, I do believe that you can get to heaven no matter who you are or what you've done. Very true. But anyway, I think we talked enough about religion, so I'm going to try to veer towards, like, other I got things. you. I got you. Um, when someone does die, like, People who believe in, like, no God or, you know, no religion, they feel like once you die, it's nothingness. And I feel like, to me, that makes death scarier. Like, I know some people feel like, uh, well, let me ask you, um, do you remember before you were born? And, of course, the answer is going to be no. And they'll say, well, that's what, like, death is. But to me, if there's absolutely nothing after death, I feel like that should give you more of appreciation for life. But I also still feel like, to me, that's scarier than even the thought of hell to me. Because at least in hell, I'm still aware. I mean, according to you know what people say hell is, you're constantly in pain and being tortured. But at least you got feeling. At least you're aware. Yeah. At least there's, there's something. But if there's like nothingness, that to me makes it feel like, well, damn, I really got to... Uh, live your life as much as you can because if there's nothing after this, then well, goddamn, you don't get another chance whatsoever to uh, do what you want or you know, get out there in the world. So to me, that is, uh, again, I would say it's more of a motivation to go out there and live and do what you can, but I feel like it's scarier than the thought of hell because there was a line I once wrote uh Shoot, I'm trying to think of it exactly. But I know the point of it was saying, oh yeah, it was, um, be thankful that I believe in God, because if I didn't, I'd be killing me a different motherfucker every minute. The, what that means is, the belief of God, for me at least, is keeping me sane where I'm trying to be a good person. Because if I didn't believe in God, I'd be like, fuck this life, I'm just going to go out here and kill anybody I want to. There ain't nothing after there's no way, so what? Who, what's the point? And that is a good point. So, I swear. So, um, 
that's why I'm like the thought of like nothingness being after the death to me is like a worse thought than even the thought of hell itself. So for people who can believe that, hey, more power to you, I suppose. But like I said, to me, that's even worse. Well, at the end of the day, I know that a lot of people, you know, they just believe um, that. Here go the, the appropriate word. Here we go. They believe in a lot of different shit because they scared to believe in God. Because yeah, I've, I've heard that myself. Yeah, yeah because um, I will never forget uh, my grandmother. There was a associate of hers. Actually, I'm going to call uh, Miss Mary Frances a friend. She stayed across the street in that house um, where um, that's directly across from, you know, my grandmother's house. I will never forget the um, time when my mom was talking about um, how... Miss Mary Francis ain't want to study because she felt like that she was not ready for, you know, that type of life. And uh, I come to find out what she meant was she wasn't ready, you know, to live um, the way that Jehovah's Witnesses live, basically. Because even Terrence Howard made mention about um, that religion and hell. I got multiple horror stories about that religion. I know that there are people that listen that are Jehovah's Witnesses. I am not, you know, talking against the Jehovah's Witness religion. I am not. But to be able to be a Jehovah's Witness. You, if you having sex with somebody you ain't married to, you got to stop that shit. If you going out to the club every weekend, you got to stop that shit. If you, um, let me see. If you get divorced from a woman that didn't cheat or die, if you, uh, sleep with somebody else, technically you're sinning in God's eye. So... That is a very, very, like, um, that's the type of religion I tell anybody. Like, before you sign up for it, you just got to be ready for it. So, when my grandmother made mention about uh, Miss Mary Francis not wanting to study because of that reason, when I was younger, I ain't understand. But now that I'm grown, full-fledged, I understand. Because people... Are going to live their life the way that they want to. And I will say, because I know this is still kind of on the topic of religion in a way, but yeah, uh, I will just say this. Um, I don't think any. We might as well just stop pretending like we're perfect, like as not just humans, but as like religious people. Yeah. Might as well stop pretending that you're perfect. Stop pretending like you're here to be perfect. Because if you were here, you would. If you were perfect. You wouldn't be here. You'd still be in heaven. You'd be an angel. Ask that, yourself why you ain't an angel in heaven. Maybe it's because you weren't perfect. There you go. So the fact that we are here, we're here to live life. I don't care which religion you were part of. You're going to fuck up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do wrong doings. You're going to say things you shouldn't say. That's just part of being a human. As long as you realize 
you know, that that's what that was and that you, like I said, becoming a better person and genuinely are meaning it, then I still believe that you'll be accepted. But you can't just, I feel like it's even wrong, it's more wrong to automatically teach people like from childhood, hey, this is the certain way you got to live. You can't have any experiences. You got to live straight like this, straight clean, straight religious, you know, and all that because they don't get to live life. Yeah, and it's not—it's not fair because again, you're supposed to make mistakes. You're supposed to fuck up. You're supposed to have have experience. Yeah, so if because if, if, if you're not, then why are we here? Basically, there you go. So that's what I feel like. I, I always feel like religion shouldn't be pushed on a child. No, no kind of religion, because when I was young, yeah, I went to church. Uh, yeah, I knew my mom was a Christian, and I was told, you know, God was real and everything. But I, I don't feel like my mom forced me into um, believing. I don't feel like she forced, you know, stuff on me. I feel like she did. Uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, let me. Not like really like let me choose, but at least let me have the experiences. But my mom wasn't that strict, and I don't think you should be like religiously strict on a kid. I believe you should be strict on a kid, you know, to keep them out of trouble, to keep them on the right path and doing right, and helping them grow up to be a good person and everything. But like, send the child down in a room, read your Bible, uh, pray every night. Uh, no, you can't do that or do this because God don't say, you know, stuff like that. I don't believe that's right because, again, you're taking a lot of experiences away from that kid and they're not going to be able to live their life and learn, you know, because a lot of these kids who get religion pushed on them at an early age, they're the ones who go out and shoot up clubs. They're the ones who go out and uh, fucking uh, don't know how to move, don't know how to, you know, talk to people, don't know, like, they be secluded, they be, um, like I said, socially fucked up, oh, having yes. all kinds of mental problems, because they were sat down and forced, you know, something, yet they see all these other people get to live their life, but they can't do it. Yeah, so, when it comes down to it, I, like I uh, said earlier, I uh, feel, I uh, respect what you said 100% earlier about how the way that someone ends their life, you know, towards the end, that should, you know, really be based on whether they go to heaven or hell. Because I know that, um, simply, no, 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 no. I, I, I'll tell you once the podcast over what I was going to say. I can't say it on the actual podcast. Well, at the end of the day, this ain't YouTube or Facebook, so we're not going to be pulled down. So, you might, what, what you going to say? There's an ex-girlfriend I got. Mm-hmm. She's dead. Mm-hmm. I miss that girl. I really do. I'm not going to say her name, but I miss her. But if I had to decide where she was going, I'm going to lean more towards hell. 
And I know, like, the people that listen, oh, Velvet, did you really say that your ex-girlfriend is a chance she'd go to hell? Yeah! I mean, hell, I just said it's a chance my dad is in hell. So, I mean, at this point, like I said, we just being real. Because too many people always... They know damn well somebody wasn't a good person, but when they die, now all oh, they a good angel and in the heaven. Like, it's might as well just time to tell it how it is of how people live their life. I can't wait for Trump to die. I got, to, I got, to, I have got to see America be divided like that. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, brother. I remember on um. I believe it might have been the last part of America that we did. When you made mention of the number of how many uh, white Americans are in America. I believe it was like 191 million or something. Oh, yeah. So even more. I said 191. 197. Even goddamn more. So I know that when they come down to them 197 million white folks, maybe 30% of them will feel that Trump going to hell. But all them rich people, all of them people that I'm talking about that's pissed off that slavery ain't going on still, that's mad as fuck that my disabled ass ain't warming they beds up. All them white motherfuckers gonna be mad that Trump dead. Oh, 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 oh. I don't even know like who would think Trump is going to heaven because I got one question for you if you do. How? You son of a Like, I'm not saying he ever killed anybody or anything like that. But just like, I was talking about the person that he is. Let's just face it. I got you. Again, like I said about that Bible verse that talked about rich people. He's one of the richest. Yes. So Lord knows what he has done to get that money. Lord knows what he has done to keep that money. Lord knows who he might have sold his soul to for all that stuff and for presidency that he wasn't supposed to have. Who knows who he done sold his soul to? Ain't no telling because uh, that's one reason. Uh, that's one reason. Jesus Christ, I can't talk no more. That's one that's one reason why uh so many conspiracy uh theorists believe that the rich sell they soul to the devil. It makes mention in the Bible that to be able to have those riches, you gotta sell your soul. You can't goddamn choose God and Satan. That's very, very oxymoronish. Uh, that's true. I will say at the end of the day, I definitely believe that more people, because again, I can't judge, but who knows what somebody has done, somebody rich has done to, you know, again, I don't believe in the whole they're eating babies and drinking blood and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But who knows? All it takes is to say the devil's name and tell him, hey, you know, give me riches and fame, here's my soul, and blah, blah, blah. Boom. Yeah. And because that's all you have to do. It yeah. Ain't like you gotta oh go out here and kill first. Oh go out here and steal first. No. If you say, hey devil, here's my soul, you know, th- that's the end. Yeah. That's why uh Eminem 
he makes very watered down horrorcore music to me. Eminem don't know shit about horrorcore music until you hear like the type of horrorcore that makes you goddamn that gives you goosebumps. I have heard multiple songs like that. Eminem ain't got shit up on some true horrorcore, but I bring him up for a reason. Anybody listening, do me a favor. I need you to look this particular song up. Eminem, my darling. Very few people know about that particular song. That song is basically of Eminem saying like um, it's like of him and the devil having an argument so to speak mm-hmm. and like he says it like one of the things that is said uh, allegedly by Satan you sold your soul to me uh, you sold your soul to me need I remind you remember that night when you cried and give uh, it was uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Remember, you sold your soul to me. Need I remind you? And like he went further and further, explaining like all the different shit that comes to like selling your soul. That's why, like I say, shit. I want to be known, but I'm sorry, everybody that listens to the podcast. They know from Jump Street. If you got to choose between DC Young Fly and any variation of me, I'll stomp that bastard out in comedy. Point blank. I understand he got a catchphrase. Bring that ass here, boy. I don't have a catchphrase because everybody know. I say different shit whenever you talk to me. But... If I got to do some shit like sell my soul to the devil just to make it rich, huh, nah, fuck that. And I'm not saying DC Young Fly sold his soul. I'm not saying that at all. But I will say that he is somebody that I just got to say it blows my mind how known his comedy became. Like, he was on Wildin' Out. He was on movies. Matter of fact, he, the goddamn main star in How High 2. This bastard star in the movies and all that shit. But, like I say, I'm not saying he sold his soul, but, huh. It's something, ain't it? Make you think. Because, again, I'm not saying any rich person has or had But... I'm just saying what the Bible said that it's not easy for a rich person to get into heaven. So um, it depends on where your heart is and what you're doing. Because I do feel like people can make make it rich and strike it big um, with God on their side. I do believe that. I don't think every single person has to sell their soul. I just think that's the easier way. To get there is definitely just to sell your soul to the devil. Because if you do do it through God in the evil world, it's gonna be hardship. It's gonna be all uh, craziness. You know, motherfuckers coming after you. Uh, you know, 
it's going to be the harder road. You know, you're going to have to work hard. It ain't like you can just um, snap your fingers and become rich. I think the ones who are rich for no reason. And you can take that however you want to and think whoever you want to. Cam Kardashian. I think the ones who are rich for no reason are the ones who probably sold their soul. Because like I said, to be rich or and or famous for absolutely nothing, I feel like those are the ones who are more than likely the ones who would have sold their soul. Because I feel like, again, everybody knows God give you blessings if you his child. Yeah. That's why I feel like, like, if I find some, like, let's say hypothetically I find a million dollars just sitting around. I just found a million dollars. Some people would say, as a good Christian, turn it in. Now, some people would say, hell no, that right there, that's God's blessing. You better just take it home. There you go. But I'm saying I'm somewhere in between. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like, okay, maybe it's a reason why I found this money. Maybe it's because God knows I know what the right thing is. There you go. I feel like the right thing is to, yes, I'm going to take it, but I won't touch it for at least a little while. And if somebody does come around, hey, I lost a million dollars or something, or hey, did you happen to find something, or a million dollars went missing, call me stupid, I'm going to turn it in. But if nothing is said of it, I'm not going to go out my way to go searching for the owner. Now, like, now, let's make it more realistic. Let's just say I'm in the parking lot of a Walmart, and I saw $100 laying down. Now I'm going to pick that $100 up, and I'm going to go into the store. But if I get to the cash register and somebody's at the cash register, man, I just had a hundred dollars. You know, hold on, cashier. I just, I just had a hundred dollars. What, what the hell is my money? And I know I just found a hundred dollars on the floor. Again, call me stupid. I'm gonna give it back and be like, hey, I just found this hundred outside. I guess that's yours. That makes me a good person. But again, I'm not gonna go into Walmart waving a hundred dollars. Whose is this? I just, found I just found a hundred dollars. Who, who are you talking to? I'm not going to go to management and be like, hey, management, can you get on the loudspeaker and say, hey, somebody found a hundred dollars? Because number one, everybody's going to come. Like, oh, I sure did lose it. Hell yeah. But, you know, if I pick it up and I see nobody say anything, nobody has uh, claimed it, nobody, I saw nobody looking for it, I'm going to take it and I'm going to spend it. Because that's when I believe, okay, this is my blessing that God gave me. But if somebody does, you know, again, like I said, they're at the cash register going crazy because they can't find a hundred dollars, then I say, oh, God, let me find it because he knows I'm a good person and I'm going to give it back. Yeah. So I'm going to give it back. I ain't going to be the, because it could be somebody who done found it, saw you crying and looking for your hundred dollars and be right behind you spending it. Hell yeah. damn well, that's yours. That's a bad person. So I say a good just because you a good person don't mean you have to go in there and flaunt. Look what I found. Who does this belong to? Uh, yeah. Just take it as your blessing at first, but then when some you see that it's somebody else's or somebody uh, needs it, give it to them. Because I just gotta uh, bring this up real quick. Yeah. I will never forget if um, my brother is a listener. Theodore remembers this very clearly. We went out to, um, it's not Goodwill, but it's that, uh, like, 
clothing store like it's cheap um that's out by uh golden corral it's um i i reckon like a knockoff of goodwill i just know that they sell a lot of uh stuff cheap and they sell a lot of clothes that people gave away right well um that's where uh, me and my folks used to go to shop because back in the day they had the best games I will never forget I found a wallet like seriously nobody was around I just found a wallet so I um gave it to dad and said um hey dad um uh, I'd like to get this wallet. He said, oh, what? Oh, yeah, I uh, told him. I said, I found this wallet. He said, okay. So, Dad, he looked through the wallet to see if there was an identification, right? Mm -hmm. He looked through to see if it was a credit card with a name. Nothing. But it was $300 in that fucking wallet. Do you think good old dad, hey, hey, ain't nobody lose 300? Yeah, that's, uh, I'm sorry if you weren't finished. Oh, yeah, was, you good. What I was going to say was, that's what I was um, just talking about. Sometimes you have to take something as a blessing because, again, this ain't judgment, but, because I know dad is a good person. Like you said, he looked for the ID, the credit card. He yeah. looks for everything he could to identify on uh, somebody. So nine times out of ten, so he can return it. Yeah, and like but, I yeah. say, I know they don't remember this shit. Dad fluently looked through the wallet for any identification. Nothing was in the wallet except three hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's a blessing, goddamn. Yeah, at that point, I take it as a blessing because, um, no judgment, but just in case. How do you know exactly what the person who lost it was going to spend it on? And that's not me saying only bad people lose money. But what if, like, okay, Dad found $300. What if that was um, a drug dealer's money? Or, uh, uh, let's say, a pedophile's money, a murderer's money. Or maybe they just stole that from somebody. Or they got it due to some unrighteous way. And God made them lose it. Like, I'm not saying that's exactly how every scenario plays out, but... Maybe it is. Yeah. So, uh, you never know. Like I said, as long as you know you a good person, do what you do. And yeah. don't let nobody try to judge you or tell you what you are. As long as you know in your heart and you know God know in your heart. And when I say that, I don't mean like somebody who can just come to you, yes, I know I'm a good person. Yes, I know I do right. And then, you know, go behind them or go, you know, somewhere else and be like, in their heart, they know they wrong for and I'm not saying like you evil because you have done wrong, but if you know you're currently doing something that is considered wrong, but you talking about I got a good heart, God knows what my heart is, you damn right he does. And he knows your heart ain't in the right place, and he knows you lying about, you know, having your heart in the right place. Again, I know I'm not a perfect person, but um I do know deep in my heart I'm a good person who ain't hurt nobody. Who ain't um, out here uh, fucking a hundred women and having a bunch of babies that I ain't taking care of? I ain't getting drunk and going to drive. 
I ain't, you know, murdering. I ain't a pedophile. You know, I ain't done, you know, none of that stuff. So, I know God knows what my heart is, and I'm a good person. Does that mean I don't slip every now and again? No, of course I do. But I'm still happy with what God knows about me and who I am. And that's behind closed doors and out there. Because I know God knows I'm not perfect, but God knows that I try and God knows that, you know, like, like, come on, let, let's face it. We're all human beings. I don't care if you have a girlfriend, a wife, uh, or single. <coughs> you are a man, or even not even a man, you are human. <coughs> so let's just tell the truth. There are people who watch porn. And I will not lie to you, I watch porn. Now, does that mean I think God is like, hmm, you know, look what he watching. He a bad person? No, because God knows I'm not a bad person. He knows I'm a human. And right now, Lord, I'm sorry, but this human's horny. Hell yeah. So if I got to watch a little porn, hey, I'm sorry, God, forgive me, my bad. You know where my heart is. I ain't out there raping a bitch. That, oh, there you go. Excuse me. <laughs> a woman. There you go. You know, I ain't out there committing rape. So if I'm in here doing what I do, I ain't hurting nobody. Again, maybe God may not exactly like me watching porn, but hey, like I said, God, we got to understand in here. You know, I'm not perfect, but at the same time, I'm not horrible. Now, I ain't saying I'm lukewarm, but at the same time, I'm just saying, which one God frowned upon worse? Rape or you watching porn in your bedroom? Goddamn rape, I would think. So, I'm not a bad person. You know, so, like I keep saying, as long as God knows exactly where your heart is, you can do that's why I don't have a problem saying fuck or shit and saying I love God. Oh God, don't like me because I use those words now. Like, come on now. You if you say that, you make God look bad. God knows you are a human. Stop making people believe that God wants us all to be straight up angels. Cause if we were supposed to be straight up angels, we'd be angels right now. There you go. So, whatever religion you are, stop making people think that they can't fuck up. Because that's why people get mad when you push religion on them. Because now, now you have to, uh, now they have to walk around pretending to be perfect. To please a God who hates any little thing that I do wrong. I ain't gonna work with that God either. Uh -huh. That's why you're supposed to tell people, look, God knows you're a human. But just be a good person, have a good heart. And don't be out here doing wrong behind closed doors or in front of people. And you good. There you go. <clears throat> Just know where your heart is. That's why I don't have to apologize to everybody. What I'm apologizing to people for, because if I do something or say something I believe is right, I'll tell you right now, I almost ran over motherfuckers with a car on purpose. And I believe it was right. And I'm not apologizing for it. But, but, now you probably think, Yo, how the fuck would he think running somebody over in the car is right? It's a backstory behind it. <laughs> and like I said, I feel in my heart I was right when I was doing it. But when I look back on it, God saved me from doing something wrong. I got you. It's only five minutes left, so I'm not going to go into that story right now. Maybe on a part two, because I think there does need to be a part two. Because, again, 
I said I was going to try to veer away from religion, but this whole thing almost has been about mostly religion and heaven and hell and stuff. So it didn't veer in the way I wanted it to. So I think there should be a part two. Yes. But um, so maybe I'll tell that entire story in part two or maybe somewhere down the road. But at the time, I did it, but God stopped me and saved me. I will explain that part. Yes, I tried to run over some guys in a car. And when I and I was so close to hitting them that I thought I did, because all of a sudden, boom! And the car was wrecked. The truck—it was a truck—and it was wrecked. Got out of the truck and saw that the, we had ran over a stump. Now, when I say we, it was because it was me and my brother. When I tell you, me and my brother was looking straight ahead, and there was no stump. Like there was no stump. We would have saw that stump. A stump big enough to destroy a truck? I mean, it cut the truck almost in half. Like, that's how big it was. Wow. And we did not see that stump whatsoever. We both, to this day, will look at each other like, where did that stump come from? Because it was not there. We, The guys we were trying to hit was right in front of us. And they, like, made a little turn on something, and that stump saved them at the last second. Now, I say that, will, you probably say, well, how is that God helping you? That's probably God helping them boys to stop you from killing them. They did it wrong. I was a good person. They betrayed me for no reason except money. So, yes, my intentions were wrong. I'm not going to say I was right in my intentions. But I was the one in the right first, and they was the one who was in the wrong first. That's why I believe I'm better than them, and God stopped me to save me. Because the cop looked me in the face and told me, now what if you had hit them boys? And I couldn't say nothing. And she finished it for me. She said, me and you right now wouldn't be getting along because I'd have you in handcuffs and you'd be going to jail for God knows how long because if you would have ran over them boys that's vehicular manslaughter and if they had to die that's murder and if they didn't die that's attempted murder so you got like at least two or three charges coming your way so I thought to myself damn she right and me and my brother cannot explain to this day where that stump came from that's why I said God stopped it to save us because if that hadn't happened those boys would probably be dead I'd be in jail probably to this day. So, God had a bigger picture and a bigger plan for me and my brother. So, that's why I believe that happened. So, I believe God knows what people's hearts are and who are the good people. I don't believe God saved them. I believe God saved me and my brother. And I'm not saying I'm a better person than those people because, again, I've always said I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. But I didn't turn my back on them. I didn't do it for money. I was being nice to them. Finna break bread with them, but they turned their back on me. So I don't believe God just, that was God's way of saying, let them go out in the world and do what they do, and ain't no telling what them boys that they might be dead or in jail. Yeah. But look where I'm at. I got a, a house, I got a car, I got a job, and never been to jail. So like I said, I think God was saving me, but um, we got about a few seconds left, brother. So um, go ahead, wrap this one up. Well, to wrap it up, I just got to say, we talked about life, like for real, like so many different uh, topics about it. Like, I uh, feel like it veered off a bit, but oh yes, there will be a part two coming soon.